Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Power of Being You podcast. Today on the podcast, I have the wicked wizard Wonder Woman, otherwise known as Sylvia Puentes. <laughs> she is a unique lady in so many ways. She is a leading lady in the magic and life-changing work with Access Consciousness and a gypsy of consciousness empowering people to rediscover the joy of living and their voice in life and business. I don't know if I've ever heard such an intro bio, but I am so grateful for the conversation. There's nothing like you when you refer to yourself as the wicked, wicked wizard wonder woman. Tell me about that. What is that? <laughs> well, it's so funny. I was uh, interviewed maybe a couple of years ago and a lady asked like, what would be a fun way to introduce you? And so she gave a couple examples. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to play with this. And so when I was in kindergarten, you know, I don't know if it happened for you, but they asked you, what do you want to be when you grow up? So I said, Wonder Woman. And my mother made me my whole little outfit. You know, I had the, the wristbands and the crown and the belt. And um, so that energy of being Wonder Woman uh, was, you know, with me all through, through school and friends that know me know that term. But the wicked wizard, the wicked part is, I discovered that it's like when you're actually choosing to have the ease in life, when you're actually willing to challenge and not challenge like fight, but actually be willing to go beyond what seems impossible, you're considered wicked. When you're willing to have the ease and the joy in times where very few people choose that, you're considered wicked. When you're willing to laugh rather than cry or see possibilities instead of the mountains of limitations, you're considered wicked. So wizard, just because that's fun too, like the magic of the impossibility and knowing that you always have choice. So all rolled in into about a five foot <laughs> young lady. <laughs> you know what pops out of that is, you know, I've heard the term Wonder Woman since also since I was a kid. And then, you know, with the new releases of the movies. But in Access, we talk about like having wonder as your way of being. And um, I don't know if I ever heard it because it was so tied to that character. But right now when you said it, I was like, wow, what would it be like if more people were willing to be in wonder? Can you talk a little bit about what wonder is and how it creates? Yeah, um, it's so interesting. I have this recollection of a hike I did not too long ago. And I was hiking with my sister. And you know, when you go hiking with someone, you know, you assume you're gonna be together hiking. And so we get to the top of the mountain and there was two different paths and we're right or left. And she was so cute using some of the access consciousness called, okay, truth, if I choose left, what will my life be like? And I'm like, oh, that's so much work. I'm just gonna go right. She went left and we'll just meet back at the house. I'm like, okay. So I go off to the right and, you know, it, it was, there was, I'm aware of now more than ever that as we make choices with no result in mind and really no point of view, even why you're choosing it, just that you know it's a choice, they, a, a space becomes available. And I don't have the words, but all of a sudden there was this new space available. So I was just hiking along and I see this lizard basking in the sun. And then as I get closer, it scurries away. And then I see this beautiful butterfly fluttering its wings and it's there. And then, you know, it goes off. And I thought, wait a moment. 
this lizard and this butterfly, they're not out here going, who am I? What's the purpose of life? They're just being a lizard, basking in the sun, and then they move. And then same thing with the butterfly. So in that moment, in that awareness, so for me, this wonder is that, just the wonder of the what it is present in your life or what's going on. or But it wasn't this deep thinking. It was just this realization that we make life so complicated. And there's so much to enjoy, like a lizard enjoying the sun, like a butterfly enjoying fluttering its wings. And so for me, this wonder is that effervescent joy of discovering just the beauty all around you, you know? And so for me, a lot of what I live has almost that childlike wonder because the sun comes up and it's, wow, like I've never seen it before. You know, the colors or the sun sets or the moon is out. And um, that for me is the wonder, just the one, the gratitude, the enjoyment, the the curiosity in my own life with a lot of things going on, but also with the planet. I love that you mentioned animals right now because I just got a new kitten and she was birthed in a box, like in, in a cage in the shelter and then lived out her three months in the same cage. And so when I brought her home, everything was brand new and watching her wonderment of exploring every shape and every nook and cranny she could get her little body into and every smell, um, the, the amount of receiving I've had from her in the couple of weeks we've had her is, is exactly that, that wonderment and out of definition and limitation and our expectations and how we create all of our limitations based on what we expect to happen rather than being in the wonderment of what could show up or what possibilities are available. And so how do you, um, Sylvia, with that, create a life um, without expectation. Cause what we often are told is like, Hey, you know, measure choice a measure choice B. So are you going right? Or are you going left based on, you know, the calculations of right and the calculations of left, you know, what is the good and right choice? So how do you create your life beyond the calculations and the expectations? Well, first of all, I am so grateful. Speaking of animals, if you guys hear that, that's a albino peacock, <laughs> beautiful peacock outside. But, um, I think I, you know, I'm grateful for access consciousness because it invited me to one, begin to recognize how different I was that I didn't even know. Because like many, I'm sure of you, it's like you grow up looking at everyone else to try to figure out how to be, what to say, what not to say. And so in that, I would say I had lost to that, that joy and exuberance. So I'm grateful, so grateful for access. But for me, there was a question that I was introduced to early on. And that was the question, so truth, if I choose this, what will my life be like, you know, in five years, 10 years? And if I don't choose this, what will my life be like five years, 10 years? As I played with that tool in perceiving the energy of my choice, because it truly is, if I choose this, not is this choice right, or what will this choice create? But it's, it's if I choose the choice of it will create something. So that allowed me to play with becoming aware of an energy like oh that kind of grows expands that feels like okay why i have no idea we're talking five years ten years and no it felt contracted so i started to trust that awareness um you know i actually chose my divorce with those questions i wasn't unhappy i actually couldn't even see what didn't work i wasn't even aware of those so there there were big choices that i used that tool with little choices but I was also asking for the future of, you know, my now ex-husband and my son and all of our lives expanded. 
So it was that courage to go, okay. And I get to see it now, like we've all grown and blossomed. So beginning to trust this, like, okay, it's light, let's see. That I get takes courage. And so I always say people play with it, start with that piece of gum that you're about to put in your mouth, you know, cause you never know, or start with, you know, chocolate or vanilla ice cream, whatever it may be, cause those don't seem significant and you don't, aren't looking for the right and the wrong in those things. And so now having that muscle, it, you know, sometimes it's with flights. I travel a lot and I am so grateful that I do have this ease of yes, no. And I'm also willing to get it wrong. Cause I think that's part of it. And I'll catch myself when I'm trying to get it right and control things like that's still there. But I also don't make it significant. It's like, oh, I was being a controlling cow. Okay. You know, or trying to get it right. Wow. That's still there. Okay. So, and I say that, you know, these tools of access consciousness and having more of the space of me, that is more of that airhead, <laughs> you know, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, I said, Sylvia, you need a couple bottles of peroxide, <laughs> but not making myself wrong for that. Cause when we don't have the airhead, we're often choosing from what we've decided is correct or the reference points that limits the magic, the miracles and the possibilities available. So, um, Yes, I tend to choose very differently. And I, you know, the part of being a gypsy of consciousness, when I first heard that term, I was like, oh, well, kind of, but now I can't deny it. That you need something, something's going to get created somewhere, I'll go. Like, I'll be the first one, sure. So I do have that ease to move around. And, and it's fun for me. It works for me. It might not work for anyone. And that's not wrong or right. And it just, and that's the moment that I'm playing with on the planet right now. Well, we're so ingrained to like lay out the path to like create the predictable future. If I go to this college, I'll get this degree. If I take this job, if I marry this person, I'll have this kind of life and lay out all of the things ahead of us and then use those um, as a way to judge uh, ourselves if we're on the path that we created or if we're not on the path that we created. And so listening to you and perceiving all the change that's that you've, you've actually chosen courageously chosen in your life that without, um, without the solidity of the proof of what it'll create, which is what I get. A lot of us do. We use all our reference points. We use what the world has told us. We use what our mom told us, what our professors told us. And then we decide what we're going to be. And then we go after that, even if it doesn't actually match our being and we just keep creating it because we're committed to the path that we have laid out with every choice up until the moment. <laughs> so, and, and that seems so right. So, so right, you know? Um, and I almost like have picture it like, like Candyland, like the, the next purple squares coming up you're still in the pink square. After that, you'll get to the mint green square. And then at some point, <laughs> you might hit a slide, you know, that shoots and ladders. I don't know. And then you slide down and you're back at zero and you're like, what the hell? Why is this not working? And I know that Dane has seen Dr. Dane here, the author of the being you changing the world book, and also the co-creator of access consciousness recently said, and I'm, I'm totally paraphrasing, but if you're doing anything by force, it's because it's not uh, like congruent with your being. Like if you have to force something yeah. into existence is it shouldn't be that way if you're creating from your being. So do you want to extrapolate a little bit about that, about not necessarily having the next, you know, um, yeah. choice laid out already and creating from 10 second choice and, and such that our listeners might have never heard of. 
Yes. And for me, the tool that invited me to that, because I didn't always have that. I mean, there was a sense of what I knew, but I was living from getting it right or looking to everyone else for an answer. I mean, even, I mean, there's multiple stories of choices I've made, but it was the tool of light and heavy. You know, it's one of the first tools that you learn in access consciousness, but it was that, you know, what's light, what, what's light is truth for you. What's heavy isn't, and no one teaches us that. So when you have that force of anything, that's, I mean, usually heavy. And so you're like, okay, so, you know, I've been playing with these tools now for a little over 12 years. I mean, wow, is it 12 already? I was going to say 10, but I've been saying 10 the last two years. So maybe it is 12, if you guys, so something like that. But in playing with the tools, like I have a sense more in my being. When I'm like forcing things, you know, I remember not too long ago, I had a trip I was looking at to go to the East Coast from California. And I was like, looking at the trips, looking at the money, looking at the time. And I stopped myself. It's like, wait, that's not my reality. Time and money is not real or isn't what limits me. So it's like, I'm not sure whose head I'm in, but that is not mine. Okay. Do I go? Yes or no? What's going to create more? Yes. Okay. Done. Flight booked. Okay. Paid. Done. So that's how easy I know life can be when I'm following the lightness. If I'm in my head thinking, going back and forth, trying to figure something out, I'm not being me. I'm not being me because I know that there is a lightness to living and to choice. When you're not looking to get it right or figure things out. Um, and sometimes I, I get more now as I'm pushing some of the edges of what, you know, someone would consider doing or when you're asking for things and they show up. You have, have you ever said things like, oh, I wish I was in two places at once? So there was one weekend where I was in two different classes in two different cities, <laughs> two different states. And um, I hopped from one and then hopped to the other one. And I was there for both. And someone joked, was like, uh, Sylvia, I think you're kind of doing that. And I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. I'm all, ah, kind of so. But the willingness to have and receive what you'd like to, to have in your life when it's actually creating more for all. So. Anyways, those edges can kind of be a little uncomfortable. You're like, oh, how can I possibly have that almost privilege, right? To be able to choose and move around so easily and quickly everywhere. But what if we all have way more choices than we've acknowledged and way more ease available? And I just say it's choice after choice after choice to begin to perceive more and more of what's true for you and not judge you when you choose the heaviness because that any like all choices will lead back to you having more awareness like not my best choice note to self <laughs> so okay. what oh i have to share oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That, just real quickly that note to self um one of my sisters was in a class she goes just so you know sylvia you actually came up in the conversation i'm all i did and someone was sharing i had gone to rome i first time i had traveled to europe packed and i went and so someone that was with me had shared the story that I got there and there was all these new things that I became aware of. Oh, you don't want to take heels, pointed heels to Europe. <laughs> and so as I traveled for those few days, it was a note to self or, you know, you need this information, note to self. So I think I left Rome with like 87 note to selves. But I, what she was sharing, she goes, Sylvia never made herself wrong. She was only making a note of what she, what information and awareness she could have for the future. And I thought, oh, wow, that kind of sums it up. It's like, what lightness and what more energy would you have in your life if you're not judging yourself? And it's just kind of 
note to self, that didn't work. Hmm, I might want to reconsider if that choice comes up again. I love that. I just pictured like a ton of sticky notes sticking all over your body. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in living, living each day, um, following the light and heavy, it's kind of like, you know, can, can you plan for tomorrow if you're not planning for the sun to come up? You know, like if you don't have um, that as a solidity in your reality, how can you choose for, you know, what you'd like to create tomorrow? And I haven't had very many conversations on the podcast about the coronavirus. So it's just like to ask you right now, looking at, you know, the fact that the whole world got a reset and are looking at, you know, different businesses have popped up. People have extrapolated how their business can go online. Um, you know, people are out creating themselves because of, out of a, like necessity now. And so I'm wondering what you can say to um, creating from that space of new and being also uh, prepared for a future that you're not, um, how do I put that? Uh, like, so access consciousness, we did everything already online. We already had all of those things set up. So when I, when, um, you know, the pandemic hit and uh, I had some hair clients tell me like, oh my gosh, I had I'm a hairstylist um, for those who are listening that don't know that. Um, I had people, oh my gosh, this Zoom thing. How do I figure this Zoom thing out? I was like, we've been doing Zoom for years, but it's because there's this awareness of future without the it being a predictable future. It's being aware of what that is. And so I'm wondering if you can, you know, give, give a few tools of people who are kind of in that place listening to this podcast who are like, ah, like I want to, I want to create beyond this, but I don't know where to start um, questions that they can ask. Well, I got to say, yeah, when the I was in California, ready to fly off to Canada and maybe even I think we were headed to New York, but there was things on the calendar like I had flights booked and, you know, I was in California, there was a class going on and I think I was staying for two more days and then I was gone again. And so when it all started, it's like, okay, like everything shut down and there's that energy of panic like I was there. And so all of a sudden I found myself at a friend's house and I was like, well, you can stay. I was like, okay. And then first week went by, second week went by, you know, third week went by, and I'm so grateful for my friend. And he said, Sylvia, I'm so glad you're stuck here. And I, <laughs> and I was like, um, thank you. And wait a moment, am I stuck? Is that actually true? And so I looked at that energy and I was like, oh my goodness. I am functioning from I have no choice. And when I look at it now, that was what was being spread around the planet. You have no choice. You're locked down, you're inside, you know, and everything else that was spread. But I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is not my reality. What choices do I have here I have not acknowledged? Or I haven't been willing, because it's like you can't even see them. If you're living from I'm stuck, you cannot see the possibilities, the choices, you know, those doors that are there, the people that are there, the ideas, all of that, you can't see it. So I started to question, okay, truth, am I stuck? Like, am I, is that actually true for me? And I was like, no, okay, what other possibilities? So I started to play with, well, what else could I choose right now? And what would be fun for me? But again, you know, the, the energy and everything going on was do not move, stay home. So as I talked to different people and one of my sisters all, I was like, you know, I'm wondering, like, 
wonder if I'd even renting an Airbnb. And as I searched Airbnbs at that time, it was only for emergency responders. Like they was, you know, they were limiting who they were renting it to. So I was like, all right. And this energy that now just is a part of my everyday being is what else is possible. And she goes, you know what? I have some friends that just renovated a place and they haven't rented out. I wonder if they would lend, you know, rent it to you. Literally maybe 10 miles away from where I was at, they rented it to me. I paid for rent. I extended this day and I was out in the vineyards in Hillsburg, California. And so the gift of that choice to wake up in the morning, the vineyards, the country, my whole being, I was so happy. I'd wake up at night and I can hear all the animals in the night as the sun would wake. Then I'd run through the vineyards and, you know, I was in this space, but there was openness and there was the energy of choice. So what other choice do I have? And I remember that friend that I was staying, but he didn't want me to leave, but he said, well, how much are you paying here? And I thought, that's irrelevant. And that's where I started to acknowledge that. Well, wow, I do function different in that sense. Like it's not about the money because I know this choice is creating and had a lightness to it. So light that I, for the first amount of days, it was one week, they had no furniture in it. I have a place nearby. We literally, between my sister and my son, brought in a bed, brought in tables, dishes, everything you would need for a one bedroom little uh, cabin out in the country. And I was comfortable having champagne every night. My sister would come, we would dance outside. So all of a sudden there's like, oh, you can still live. Because part of the energy at the, mostly at the beginning, and I get it still going from many countries in different ways, but it was really like, stop. You cannot enjoy your living, you cannot move. So from there, I didn't stop. I went to Napa to stay with a friend. I went to Colorado. And I thought I could not travel to Mexico because that was what people were voicing. Until I started to ask around, they're like, you can't travel by road, but you can travel by plane. I was on a plane to Mexico. Then I was on a plane to Costa Rica and I haven't stopped. So for me, kind of what I got from all of that is one, if you're feeling stuck, begin to ask, what choices do I have here? So truth. Are you truly stuck? And if not, what other choices do you have? And it could be, I mean, for me, I literally just went 10 miles away. It didn't require, I mean, it required some different actions, but it was possible and I had never even considered it. You know, so ask what possibilities and choices do I have here that I have not considered with your business, your relationship, any situation you're living right now. And then, you know, the courage to keep going and, and keep asking. And I get that I challenged many people's beliefs, uh, values, everything. And yet I'm healthy, I'm strong. I haven't had the virus. Um, people, I mean, I, I see a different possibility out in the world that what we hear on the news is, or on social media is not always true. It's everything isn't closed. It's not like you don't have possibilities. So. That's one thing. Yeah. What choices and possibilities do you have? I love just asking for the choices to show up because what I think I hear from some listeners and potentially even my old ways popping in to give me some information is um, uh, there'll be a choice that I'm resisting making will be the only choice I can see. And so if I don't, you know, if like, let's say somebody's looking at leaving a marriage and if they're like, I don't want to leave them, like, I don't, I'm not happy, but I'm not ready to leave the marriage. So they'll decide that then there's no choice, but just acknowledging that that is a choice that you could make 
actually shines a light on other possibilities showing up, whatever they are. It might be taking a vacation, you know, um, separately or taking a vacation with the person that you might want to leave or doing something else that you won't consider because the only thing that you're, you're aware of in the moment is the choice you're unwilling to make rather than including that as a choice and allowing other choices exactly. to go after that. Um, so Sylvia, I ask everybody on this podcast, the question, this podcast is called the power of being you. And so if you were to write the description for the podcast, what would you say the power of being you is? <laughs> the power of being you. Wow. It's allowing all the colors, all the shades, all the sounds, all the smells, all the, it's like all those senses of anything that's possible to surface, you know, cause there's sounds, there's smells, there's, I'm not sure why that's showing up, but it's like all those things that we have a judgment of that they're not good or they're bad or they're stinky or they're like allowing all that to surface. Cause I mean, the biggest lie I, I'm getting more and more every day is that we think we're hiding the most stinkiest, awful thing that we be. And oftentimes that is what makes you so uniquely different that inspires other people, not to, not necessarily to be like you, but be inspired to be like them and no longer judge them. And that is actually one of the biggest inspirations that Dr. Dane here has been for me. From the moment I met him, I thought, oh my gosh, because he was going multiple places all at once, you know, jumping up and down and then had no judgment of himself, autistic ADHD and everything else he says all rolled into one. I thought, oh, it's okay. And that opened up a door for me to have more of the ease of being more of the space that I be that doesn't make sense to people. I often don't finish a sentence and I often send text messages or in chats that aren't complete sentences that leave people in wonder. And it's like, Okay, I'll go back and add all the pieces I thought I included. Um, so, yeah, but that's, I'm receiving more of the gift of me. So being you, yeah, is receiving more of the gift of being you in all shades, sounds, colors, and smells. Yep. Thank you for that. If our You're listeners welcome. would like to find out more about you, Miss Sylvia Puentes, where can they find you? Well, one place is definitely the Access Consciousness website. I'm actively posting classes there, Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, my website, meetsylviapuentes.com. That's about to be revamped. Um, but yeah, I play a lot in Spanish and a lot in English and um, just having a really fun time and inviting people to have the ease, the joy of living and being them. Thank you, my friend. I'm so grateful for you. Yeah. Thank you, Ms. Sarah. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about Being You or to learn more about the amazing tools of Access Consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?